that's the stuff. But, uh, yeah. We've been doing this stuff for a year now. Yeah. Which is kind of kind of crazy. Think about. As of today. Yeah. Huh. I guess then counting episode zero has been just over a year. Mm, right, yeah. Because I finished that, like, August, like, 25th. No, sorry, not August 25th, but, like, right near the end, like, mid-September. Um, sure. I mean, and we've well, known each other a bit longer than that as well. Right. If you're talking well. about, like, the anniversary noise. of episode right. one. Yeah. Or, like, uh... As, uh the anniversary, as far as the viewers are concerned. Or the podcast's birthday. Yeah. Yeah, I the podcast. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't count uh, before yeah. you're born, you know? Yeah, because that's, that's your conception day. Mm-hmm. Um, which... It's not generally celebrated. No. I mean, unless, like, unless you're a really close family. Or from Alabama. Or on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, yeah. I, I, just like people who give money. I thought you were saying people give money to Patreon. Very incestuous. That was a, that was a deep thing for sick boy wobbles. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. But uh, yeah. Here we are. The anniversary. The first. The one year anniversary. Yeah. This is so the first episode of the new season. Yes. So yeah, it's season two. Mm-hmm. Um, there is maybe a bit of a theme for this season, but I don't think anyone will be able to figure that out just yet. Yeah, uh, I think um, I think of a couple things that might be a, a giveaway, but uh, the a theme should stay relatively under the radar for at least first few episodes. Mm. Did we ever finalize like the music change though? Oh, uh, maybe not. I think we probably can. Uh, <laughs> We can probably still do that. We can probably still do that. You know, you've probably you're probably gonna hear either you've just heard the new song or you're going to, depending on how this is cut. Yeah. Or this whole bit is cut out. Yeah, yeah, and you don't hear anything about it. Definitely not doing this last minute again. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm. Why would we do that? It's preposterous. Mm. We never do things last minute. Mm-mm. Never. So I guess before we got a little bit derailed there, <laughs> um, we were talking about season two. Yes, season two. Yeah, this first, I mean, this special anniversary episode here, uh, we figured that why not change things up? Uh, instead of one of us taking a quiz here, we've actually created a quiz of sorts to... Yep. For, uh, for, for you. you, yeah, for you listeners to take. Yep. Uh, uh, minters, if you will. The, yes, yeah, that was it, the minters. Um, of course, me and Cigar have taken it, and, and I, um, uh, we I got- guess you would explain it a bit more. Um, <laughs> sure. Um, so basically, we thought it'd be interesting to set up like a a like a system similar to Harry Potter in a way, and have 
like four houses or groups um and you'll take a test and you'll be sorted into one of those four groups and uh yeah yeah so there's a link in the show notes um for this um mbhq not to be confused with the mbphq the it's the minty boys house quiz right and yeah um so we're just you gotta take it or wait yeah you can pause it right now go do it come back i mean you could tell us what you got but we won't be able to hear you because this is recorded in the past not the distant past but like it's still the past Hmm. oh they could pause it yeah that's a good idea you should probably pause it now yeah all right that's enough time yeah right you should like come on man um yeah plenty of time yeah, if it wasn't... Insert elevator music. <laughs> if it wasn't obvious, um, I am in House Raccoon, and... I'm in House Doggo. Yeah. I guess, yeah, uh, we've, yeah we've taken the test, and uh, it would be bad if I was, like, in uh, one of the other two houses, and you were in... That, the, the test didn't know where to put you. Mm-hmm. Although, I was surprised you, you got... You had, like a lot of familiarities with um house raccoon yeah i didn't notice that that was interesting i was more like purely um in my category although it that Mm. might have been because i wrote most of the questions so it was like i was kind of putting answers that right like you've you've kind of like had to read through these a thousand times Mm -hmm. yeah but uh it was kind of hard to not know which ones to pick (laughs) right (laughs) um but there were i mean i don't know i didn't answer them all and the right the quiz is kind of tricky in that like it forces you to give some answers that maybe you wouldn't give otherwise because it limits your choices and stuff um right right so it can get a better feel for like what your second place and third place would be yeah yeah um and actually, depending on uh, how you answer it, it can be anywhere from, I think, 8 to 12 questions. Right. Because right. if you're really close, then you need more, like, tiebreaker questions and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'm pretty happy with it. I hope we get at least some people to take it and also, like, they don't all end up in the same house. Cause that would be awkward. Yeah, that would... <laughs> <laughs> Because we do plan on doing stuff using the houses in the future, mm-hmm. possibly. I so, do... yeah, if everyone was in the same one. Yeah. I think I wrote out something um, about this, but I do want to stress, like, you know, please, like, go with what you get and, like, try and take it seriously the first time. And then you can go back and mess with it. But Right, right. I see a lot of people will, like you know, take the Harry Potter quiz and be like, oh, I should be Gryffindor, not a Hufflepuff or whatever. And then they go and, like, take it over and over until they can get the one they want. And it's like, that's not really the (laughs) idea. That's not how that works. (laughs) Yeah. But, um... Um, hmm. Yeah. um, So there's... We each have a house, but there's Mm -hmm. also two other houses that are, I guess, unaffiliated with us. Yeah, to be named, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be interesting to see how that ends up. Um, 
we'll right, probably right. have some follow up on that next episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, moving on. Yeah, Mo- moving on. Uh... <laughs> 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 I hold up. <laughs> Craig took that quite literally. <laughs> 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 all right, Craig. All right. Um, I think Discord might be being slightly fricky. Wow, oh, that was uh. All right. <laughs> um, let's get Craig back in here. Get back in here, you boy. <laughs> I didn't say you could leave. <laughs> You better be recording, you stinky bear. Um, in case you're new to the show and this does get left in, in some form, uh, Craig is the bot which records our backup recording in case one of our uh, recordings gets lost or deleted, which, yep. you know, totally would never happen. Um, nope, that's never happened before. <laughs> No one's PC is blue screened midway for a recording before. <laughs> but the the bot it's thought that happened. was the cue to leave for some reason. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, He was on a time limit now. Of Maybe. Uh, of like sixteen minutes and thirty five seconds. Yeah, that seems like a very like odd that. time limit. But um anyhow. Um so we've t- uh, like general talk, I suppose. Um, yeah. Oh right, there was an article for this one that I saw. Um, let me see if I can find it. Alright. While we wait for Scott, why don't you should go? You should go do the quiz if you didn't finish it. You lazy stinky. Um. Yeah, go go do that. Whilst whilst we wait, actually, don't know if, the, if this is the article I saw originally, but this is a at least another one that is using the same term in the headline. Uh huh. It's a story that broke somewhat recently about uh, an astronaut on the International Space Station that uh, I believe it was some kind of like bank account shenanigans oh bank account shenanigans yeah but basically uh the headlines i've been seeing about it have been referring to it as uh the the world's first space crime Uh and something doesn't set right with me about the term space crime being used for this you've just hit by hit by a space criminal Dum, 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 dum. Yeah, um, I tried this person's name is Annie, so that, um, okay. Anyhow, but yeah, that, it, wow. It, it's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird, it's a, um, nice. I guess, <laughs> I guess it was gonna have to happen at some point. <laughs> Probably. Um, Oh, the um, but, the space crime thing, not the someone yeah, being named not, Annie. No, yeah, like that's yeah. Um, <laughs> make that dumb joke. <laughs> um, I knew it would happen eventually. Yeah, the, I would always thought it would have been like murder or something, like 
Yeah, it wouldn't have been... Like, you get mad what? at another astronaut and you, like, cut cut off their oxygen supply or something. Right, or, like, uh, whilst they're doing a spacewalk, you, like, shut the door and cut their cable. Yeah. Something like that. Because, like, you know, like you're, you're in a small box with someone for how long? Like, up to a year? Two mm-hmm. years? Well, I probably would. Yeah. Um, See, like, I think... Yeah, I don't. It's just a little. It's a little boring, I guess, for what's being advertised as like, oh, space crime, right? You know, it was like it would be like some weird form of probably. Like, it would make sense if it was like tax evasion, actually, mm-hmm. or, or like like an offshore account, but it was actually just a box full of money. An off-planet account. An off-planet account. And like, and <laughs> keep keep ex- my money on the moon. <laughs> keep my yep. That's Bezos' plan. Mm-hmm. Bezos, <laughs> Bezos, 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 Bezos. They're gonna be like, "Oh, come down, so we can arrest you," and they're just like, "Nah, don't, no thanks." Yeah, that could lead to some awkward situations. Um, yeah, but I mean, the situation is not very good to like evade the law at this point. Right. Right. <laughs> Like, especially you know, if it's in such like a public way, yeah, in a public way, and also in a way that's like very dependent on like the earth. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like you know, if this person wanted to like run away from from the law instead of like going to jail, it's not like they could just hop in the escape pod and like continue to survive, <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, they're, depending on the Earth's shipments of, like, food and oxygen and whatever, like, but whatever they send there, I don't know. But it it was more about, like, for me, it was, it was weird because of the term, like, I guess they were going for, like, um, what is, is it called, like, maritime law? Oh, yeah. Maritime, like, crime? When, when it's, like, when you're out to sea? on a ship mm. yeah. like I, I assume that's what they were going with with the term space crime yeah but it doesn't really make me think of that it makes me think more like like war crime almost right <laughs> like rods from god type deal mm-hmm. like in that like that way of thinking about the term you would expect a space crime to be something like blowing up a star or like uh, like destroying the atmosphere of like an undeveloped alien species planet or something, you know? <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Like so, some kind of uh grand like scheme. Yeah. Not like bank shenanigans. Like messing with like the orbit of the moon so it crashes into the earth. Like <laughs> shrinking the moon to impress your mother. You wouldn't think like. Uh, yeah, just, like, petty theft in space. <laughs> right. <laughs> that feels like just a normal crime that happens to have occurred in space. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Yeah, that's, uh, that's quite weird. I mean, does that, does that term feel normal to you? Does it, does it feel off? Maybe it's just me. I mean, I guess it, it says what it is on the can, I guess. Like, it. But it's just, like, the most boring form of what that could be. Mm-hmm. Like, it could be... Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it's just a really 
it would be like, hmm, can't think of a good analogy, but, uh, yeah, it's just, um, it's like this, yeah, this term that would, you, would make you think of all these, like, things, but yeah, it's used for, like, the most disinteresting thing, mm-hmm. um, like, I, I guess, like, buying a jet plane to go to the grocery, uh, yeah, to go to the shops, or... Yeah. <laughs> That's Wobble's weird analogy of the day. (laughs) Cutting you off. (laughs) But, um, yeah. People think, like, yeah, space crime would happen at some point, but, yeah. I always thought it would be from, like, a corporation or something. Like, like an unlawful, like, flight of a space shuttle, uh, craft or something. Hmm. Maybe. Or (laughs) the stealing of supplies from the ISS. Yeah. But, uh, or, like, smuggling. <laughs> right, stuff, even stuff th- like that. Even that would feel a little bit more like a space crime of, like, an astronaut, like, s- stealing... Right, that would be... Stuff that's gone into space and taking it back to Earth to sell it or something, like... Right, or, like... <sighs> astronauts getting, like... <laughs> drugs smuggled up to them but this is like none of the action occurred in space this is essentially this is a cyber crime right it's cyber crime it just so happens to be situated in a tin can um speaking of the future uh did you have something you wanted to talk about um so uh Boston Dynamics, uh, if you don't know, they're a, a, a small, a small, a small, yeah, they're, they're, they're a very small company, not many people know about them, and, like, and they make these kind of useless products, that no one's going to really use at any point, um, but no, so, yeah, Boston Dynamics, the company that makes, like, robots that can walk on any terrain and can juggle whilst being kicked and also mm-hmm. on ice um <laughs> they have they have uh released the the spot which is small i think it's smaller like it's about the same size as their little dog but it's just a commercial product but they've also added like a open source aspect where you can just program it to do whatever you want <laughs> oh god yeah um Oh, and also Boston Dynamics is I only I didn't I only found this out recently, but they're also owned by Google. Um, Are they? Yeah. Have they been like or, for a long time owned by or? Alphabet? Is that a reason? I think since like. Hang on, let me. Uh... I did not know that. I always think of Boston Dynamics as just like the horrifying like military question mark robot making yeah. company i didn't know they were owned by google uh google sold boston dynamics to softbank uh what does softbank do on this episode uh, of googling <laughs> with wobs we're gonna dig into boston dynamics <laughs> pepper robot and major m and a player who is the, the majority tech owner of the that is acquiring two more robotics from google apocalypse bringers as part of its own deeper move into the field. 
That's fine. Buying big dog developer. Ah, so SoftBank are already like a baldo, a well-established tech company, apparently. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. So they're like a well-established tech company is who owns them. Uh, but yeah, they they have an open source thing. Uh, essentially making these small little robots that can carry up to like fourteen kilos. Open source as well. Uh, so. <laughs> If you have enough money to buy one, I haven't actually seen the price for them, but uh, if you're able to buy one of those, uh, <laughs> you can kind of make it do whatever. It's kind of kind of spooky. Um, but you know, I was watching the commercial for it. It looks quite interesting, but like because it's going commercial, you can kind of tell the technology is getting kind of cheaper and cheaper. So you know. Yeah, I mean that. That is kind of a. This interested me, and I actually started watching loads of Boston Dynamics videos because they're quite interesting, and they 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 do like a lot of stuff. Like their their ro- their Atlas robot is insane. That's the two legged one. That's the one and... that can do like backflips and stuff, right? Right. Um, and they have like all these like this one where it was like a log, and when they had to jump from a log onto a box, it was able to like balance its weight perfectly. Also saw one which was like this logistic bot, and it had like two wheels. Then underneath, uh, then it had like, yeah, these two wheels. And then it had like a counterweight swinging. And then it had this big arm with a big like sucker thing on it. Um. But yeah, um, it's just kind of. I mean, I want one. That would be that'd be great. Have my little robo dog that can. I probably probably oh no probably can't ride it. No, I can't ride it. Oh, this is okay. I've got six. I could write it. This is interesting. <laughs> it's like the yellow one is the commercial one. Yeah, the yellow one with all the fancy casing. That's hmm. The normal ones just look like yeah, bare wiring and stuff. But um, yeah. Yeah, that is. I mean, there's a lot of ways this could be misused. Almost certainly, it's probably getting me used more for like construction sites and just taking stuff around but still like yeah and like i'm sure a lot of schools will like get one to like you know practice like learn about robotics and whatever right but yeah i know you definitely see like we had that whole uh over here with that issue of someone flying drones into Gatwick and Heathrow Airport. Mm-hmm. But now we have four-legged possible death machines that could also... Right. This thing can can run pretty fast and, uh, and like, avoid obstacles and, like, climb over stuff, like... Right. Yeah, and it's, like, waterproof and... I'm getting very close to, like, <laughs> that, uh... That episode of Black Mirror with the drones that run around and kill people. <laughs> but yeah, it feels like some like something's gonna happen where someone some lawsuit's gonna break out because someone put a camera on it, and then it was able to wander around like into someone's house. Oh yeah, I wasn't even thinking of yeah. Either someone will strap, or even like strap a bomb to it, or someone will put a camera on it, or like oh. A gun, actually. Yeah. 
because it also has the law. Um, I actually I'm not sure if the arm comes with it, but you can buy. You you, you see like the little arm they have, for, which they can use to grab stuff. Mm-hmm. Open doors. Yeah. But um, that's yeah, it, crazy. Like <laughs> how futuristic this seems, but also like kind of scary. Yeah, it's like really spoopy. Yeah, I guess that's kind of like the summary for Boston Dynamics. Yeah, yeah. But it was, <laughs> it at least felt more contained when it was, like, just them, like, testing things, you know? Right. Not making like them, them publicly available. Yeah. Like watching the videos of um, Big Dog getting, like, kicked over or slipping on banana peels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, you know, you can actually, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of kind of scary. Um, also, like how easy it is to like switch out the batteries and do all the maintenance of it. Like you would think, if all those things broke down in any way, it would be really hard to fix. But like it's, uh, it comes with like pre. It, it, I think it yeah, it comes with a rechargeable battery pack and stuff. Yeah. So it's not like too hard if it runs out of batteries. Well, like you said, I don't the... see uh like a price point on this but no, um i imagine it's quite high and if you're paying thousands of dollars for a thing um then yeah you probably want it to like come with some sort of you know protection plan security kind of thing right so yeah i'm sure they make they make it very easy to like keep it working yeah because nobody wants well, actually, to spend, like, $20,000 on a robot and then have it, like, have its leg get caught on something and then just be like, oh, it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that was money well spent. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh... It is quite scary. Um, see, I, oh, I've gone on the website, but, like, there's... When you go on, they don't, you have to contact sales. Mm-hmm. That's when you know <laughs> you something's wanna... real expensive when they won't tell you on the website. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was kind of sk- spoopy. Apartment hunting recently, and uh, I I ran into some places like that where they were like the really posh apartments, and you'd go on their website, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, contact us for pricing." It's like, hmm, hmm, <laughs> right? This basically means I can't afford it. <laughs> but yeah, the um, uh, robot overlords are getting stronger as the days go on. Mm-hmm. And here we sit hey. idly by doing nothing. Doing we're doing a podcast, you know. Uh, yeah. Not doing nothing. Pretty, pretty close to nothing. Um, <laughs> but maybe our robot overlords will listen to this and take pity on us. Hopefully. Do you wanna I feel like at an anniversary episode is a good time to make predictions. Uh do you have any like uh, while well, we're talking about like space crimes and uh, like robo apocalypse, uh, do you have any like long, semi long term uh, tech predictions? Mm. Maybe um, the stuff with um, SpaceX Starship. I think maybe that will have its. Cause they've uh, they've only done like small test flights, haven't they? I think we'll probably have our first like. Um, somewhat significant flight of the SpaceX Starship. Um, right, yeah. Um, 
What else? Oh, we possibly might make more advancements closer to getting closer to 5G. That's going to be quite tricky to do. Because um, mm-hmm. you have to set up a, loads of, <clears throat> a lot of stuff for that. Um, I don't know. I saw there were some scheduled uh, crude moon missions coming up in the next couple of years. Oh, really? Huh. That should be interesting. Um, yeah. Um, what else? Yeah. I don't know. It's always hard to predict with things like this, but... Uh, yeah. Do you think that people will have... No, not necessarily these exact yellow doggo robots from Boston Dynamics, but do you think people will have um, robots of of that sort, um, like, in their homes at some point? Yeah. Um, I guess Roombas probably will get really fancy if the technolo- if technology gets a lot cheaper. Yeah, I guess that's... That's fair. Roombas are sort of the first step towards that. Mm. Um, um, drone technology would definitely get a lot better as well. At what point do you think um, it would be like cheap enough to where like people would have something like this in their house, like maybe connected to to their like home like smart speakers, and, like home assistant yeah. things? Yeah, like I'm trying not to say the names of any of them, but you know. Yeah. Um, so you could be like, oh, like, p- pick up that thing for me, or like, whatever. Right, or go get the newspaper. Yeah, and it would, like, go fetch. Get me my slippers. <laughs> <laughs> and I know people have done stuff with Roombas where they can say, they can get that Roombas to go to specific rooms using voice commands. Mm-hmm. Or I think someone set something up with drones as well. <laughs> I think probably, like, something we're going to see, at least then. The next couple of years would be like a a mixture of like a drone and this, mm-hmm. so it can fly around, but also it can go on land. Um, yeah, should be pretty <laughs> pretty insane. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, they just got to make it so it can seek out uh, plugs and right. char- charge itself, and then the counter to that will be like people making fake plugs that look like look like normal plugs. Uh, and actually, like, electrocute it or something. Right. It, like, triggers an EMP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if we'll see our first, like, robot-assisted crime at some point. Like, um, like a bank robbery done out by one of these robots. Mm, yeah. Yeah, like, proper, like, I think there's already been, like, some forms of, like, terrorism probably done with, like, drones and stuff, but... Yeah, that, like, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, definitely a case of drone terrorism. But, yeah, you're talking, like, a proper, like... Huh, yeah, that would be interesting. Like, one of these yeah. things with, like, an iPad strapped to the top of it and some guy talking through the through the tablet or whatever, or even just, like, a speaker or whatever, just, like, be like, hey, put the money in the bag and the thing holds out it's like a little <laughs> robotic arm <laughs> and then takes the money and runs away like the thing is right I, I don't yeah maybe if it was a hybrid and it could fly away after i feel like it would have a hard time getting very far if it was just running because like i mean they show you can kick them over and and they like don't fall over but like they only move at like what nine uh, like 20 miles per hour where is it yeah 
and you could probably uh, like block it off with cars. One point six meters per second. Yeah. Yeah, and also like I feel like you don't see enough videos of them kicking it a second time. Right. Like they kick it once really hard and it sort of like stumbles but doesn't fall over and keeps walking. But like right. you know, imagine if you go and kick it a second time while it's still stumbling, like probably it would fall over and then be sad and drop the right. money. That's very good at getting back up as well. But uh But I mean the, yeah, I guess the advancements they would make in the next five years maybe it could be viable. Maybe, like, they also rewire it so, like, if anything happens, it can just combust. Self-destruct. Mm-hmm. Killing everyone in the area. Or maybe it would be, uh, maybe there would be multiple ones, like, uh, like, that one would go in and get the money, but then it would, as soon as it gets outside, it would pass the money off to, like, a flying drone that would scoop it up right. and fly off. And then, and then it would get into a self-driving car and be driven <laughs> I was away. I going to say, you'd have three of these robots yeah and they would all run in different directions <laughs> and they would all be carrying similar looking bags but yeah then like actually the drone has flown off of it they were all programmed by this guy but then he had like a heart attack and uh they they just continue to like rob banks and stockpile it in his house not realizing that their their uh like creator has died um <laughs> <laughs> and then at some point they're just like, uh, yes, the robot bandits headquarters have been found and they have millions of dollars. Um, a dead body has also been found. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, interesting to see how uh, technology progresses. Yeah. Speaking of uh, robots being the superior race. Mm-hmm. um I hear you're feeling quite inferior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> you might be able to tell. Uh, I'm, I'm very unwell. Um, I always think when I'm ill, like, I always think back to, like, what I've done in the past week for um, me to get like this. But, like, the thing is, most um, viruses and stuff normally do, like, um, some of them take a while to... Yeah, it's not like as soon as the it enters your body, you're like, bam, just sick. Sometimes it can take, like, up to a week to actually start affecting you. Right. But um, I have had it where, like, yeah, I've sat next to someone who's been quite ill in, like, in class, and then, like, when I get home, I feel ill. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's definitely a case where it's, like, something that's... Because I've been taking a lot of public transport recently, so I think I wonder if, it's, like, I've touched a rail, then touch my face or something (laughs) yeah um, just being like in public with lots of other people there's like yeah it's impossible to to trace all the germs that you've come in contact with like there's just so many right and also i think my because i've been alive for a while my immune system is done with all of the minor colds so now if i get colds i get the worst possible ones now Mm-hmm. And only those ones. Like, last year I had a pretty atrocious cold. I, um, I was, like, I filled up two, like, small bins of tissues. Right. Um, I think I've played, I played, I was able to play through all of the, uh, played through Ratchet and Clank, which one was it? Uh, Weapons of Mass Destruction. Is that the newer one? Uh, which one is that? 
I think that's the one that came out on the PS3. I never played too much one? Ratchet and Clank, but I played. I played a lot of Spyro, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which is made by the same company. Because they were actually yeah, Insomnia. Yeah, it was. Um, they also make Spider Man. Yeah, in, Insomniac and um, and uh, Naughty Dog. Um, Naughty Dog, yeah. Were like two like game developing companies that I think they shared like an office space early on. Right, right. Um, but it was like Naughty Dog was working on like Crash Bandicoot, and um, Insomniac was working on. Uh, Spyro. Right. They would always have, like, little crossovers of, like... Right. Like, um, on, I think, the original Spyro, there was, like, a Crash demo that you could play if you, like, pressed the right button combination on the menu. Like, little stuff like that. Um, And I think they they actually shared some sound effects at one point. (laughs) So we're just like, oh, we need a sound for, like, the TNT or whatever. And it's like, oh, just use this one. (laughs) Um... Yeah, but when Naughty Dog finished making Crash games and they like sold the rights off, they started making uh, Jack and Daxter, was, right? Like, right. This similar like platforming. Yeah, like, those games are very yeah duo. Um, the other game. and that's very similar to that. Oh, the the Raccoon one. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and Insomniac started making Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, that was like kind of similar. Like it was like a duo. Um, well, yeah, you played, you played that when, um, when you were sick. Yeah. And I, I feel like my most productive, um, <clears throat> my productive, like, video game playing is normally done when I'm very ill and have nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I beat Ratchet and Clank, I think. Played a lot of Lego games when I was very young. One time I was... Ill, and I managed to play for all of Lego Star Wars, the uh, Lego Star Wars, the Clone Wars. Mm. Um, I remember when that was brand new. That was great. That was mm-hmm. a, that, I want to. I've never actually played that one. I played Lego Star Wars one and Lego Star Wars two, which were yeah uh, the prequel movies and then the original uh, yeah saga. I played a lot of yeah. So I played yeah Lego Star Wars three. I also played a lot of uh, the complete saga on my DS. Right. What was the oh? I had one. I play. I think I had Lego Star Wars, one on my Xbox. Um, what's another game I've played a lot of? Oh, I played like quite recently. I played a lot of um, Lightning McQueen because I know I thought it'd be funny. It's like a car um, <laughs> racing game. Yeah, it's a cars racing game. It's pretty. Much, <laughs> it's like an open world as well. Oh, it's interesting. Great. Yeah. Um, what else? I've done. What's another game I haven't? I didn't think I'd ever play, but because I was ill, I played lots of it. Um, oh, Raving Rabbids Go Home. Rabbids Go. Home, that's definitely on my top ten best games list. Ever. Really? Yeah. Right. I quite very much like that game. Um, mm. Yeah. But um, I haven't played it for a while. But yeah, I do have a lot of fond memories of it. I think it's really interesting, like what people do when they're sick. Yeah. Um, like, you play a bunch of old, like, random games. Um, yeah. Or, like... So I've just watched YouTube and <laughs> done some editing. Because yeah. that's what I've done with my sick wobbles day to day. But, yeah. like, yeah. It was, um... I've definitely, like, binged stuff as well. I had a friend one time who 
who um, was sick, and he he ended up watching like all of uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus, like really? start to finish. <laughs> I think I binge watched Sherlock one time as well. Yeah, um, I feel like that's those are like good activities. Either just like play all the way through like a video game that doesn't take like too much effort. Like right. I think the Lego games are perfect for that because they're like fun, but they're not yeah. like super hard. Yeah, just kind of goofy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Um, you know, by the time we're doing the next episode, you won't be uh, sick boy wobbles. Probably not. Um, I started feeling ill like Saturday with like just a sore throat. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday I felt terrible, but now I feel slightly a bit better. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably be fine by like, like Wednesday, this... like perfect, like perfectly fine by the end of the week, but like functioning by Wednesday, right? Or uh, I mean, timeless time time period that has not been disclosed. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fair um, to say Wednesday. I mean, it could be any Wednesday. It could the, have been. Well, the, obviously, it's it's the anniversary today. Um, right. October 1st. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because people mm-hmm. are listening to this the day that it comes out and no other day. Uh, yeah. After so... after the day it comes out, we actually remove it from the right. RSS feed. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to this and it's not the day it came out, um, welcome to this special secret club. You've hacked the system. There's just been a glitch uh, also, in the matrix and you can listen to it. The FBI come around your house, you have... Committed piracy. <laughs> you wouldn't steal a handbag. But did you use, like, yeah. LimeWire? Or... Did you use LimeWire to yeah. steal a handbag? No, use the Boston Dynamics <laughs> robot. We've, we've been over this. The, the giant claw thing on the top of it just grabs <laughs> the bag and then runs out. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Uh, speaking of video games, let's go to our, our favourite section... Or the segment, yeah, this video games, <laughs> video games, <laughs> video games. Um, yeah. So, like, sort of funny that it came up earlier, but uh, yeah, yes, yeah, Sp- Spyro. I like played a lot when I was little, like the right. the original uh, trilogy, because they did like kind of a similar thing. Um, as like Naughty Dog, where they, you know, they made the first three Spyro games, and yeah, yeah. Um, and then Insomniac sold it off to some other yeah. company and started making like Ratchet and Clank or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. But and I've played some of those later Spyro games, mm-hmm. and um, they're okay, but I don't think they're nearly like as Skylanders. good. Mm-hmm. Oh well, that's and then that's even later. Yeah, that's. Up until recently, the that's Skylander stuff is, yeah, not a fan. Yeah, I played the Giants one, but there were several like more normal Spyro games that were made that were like similar to the original three, but just not made by Insomniac. Um, right, and those ones, it's kind of funny. Like they got they got like Elijah Wood and like Wayne Brady <laughs> to do like voices. Which is just like always bizarre to me when I see that. <laughs> um, but the original, the original Spyro, 
trilogy has recently been uh, remastered. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And um, and that's been out for a little while, but the but it came out yeah. on Switch. Right. Like yeah. More recently, it came out on Switch, and I played it a bit, and it's pretty good. Um, it's actually I don't know if. I don't know if I can find these and get them into the show notes, but um, I did have, I did run into like one or two small glitches on oh. the Switch version. I think it yeah. might have been something to do with the port, and I think there's been an update since then that probably fixed it, but probably I was just playing it within like the first week. Um, but uh, there was one level where like the music stopped and like all this, all the sound cut out. Like, the sound effects stopped right. as well. And there was nothing, like, to, to fix it other than just, like, to leave, to, like, close the game and, like, reopen it. Um, and so that was weird. And then there was another... There was another guy who, like... It, of course, had to happen to, like, the the weirdest enemy in the game. There's, <laughs> there's these, uh, these Norks. Norks in Spyro are basically, like, little, like, goblin guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... There's ones in the uh, Peacekeeper homeworld that Mm -hmm. will run into some tents. And then if you, like, burn the tent, you can see them again. And they will (laughs) uh, be, like, cowering in fear when you're looking at them. But if you turn your back, they start, like, taunting you. And they're, like, (laughs) they're, like, turn around and, like, moon you. Um, (laughs) Which is just the very, like like a weird thing um, <laughs> that was in the yeah. game that like they they kept in the remaster um because people would have been outraged if they changed that but yeah um yeah i i killed one of those guys but for some reason it glitched and he didn't despawn oh he was like already dead but he was still like his like sprite was still there like running like the taunt animation um and it's just like regardless of if i was looking at him or not he was just continuing to like moon me (laughs) um i took some screenshots i'll see if i can get those into the show notes but um Uh, it was very right it was very weird and it was like of course it would have to be like that enemy like any of the other enemies it wouldn't have been as as funny but right <laughs> um I can't imagine yeah but yeah that's probably been patched now though yeah been, uh, and otherwise it's been like, out for a hot minute it, it plays very nicely um and i appreciate that it's like very um very much like a remake not like a or it's like a remaster it's not like a like full like redesign like they didn't make a lot of right like unnecessary changes it's basically just kept everything how it was yeah that's always good mm-hmm. yes okay what else have i been playing oh i played um overcooked 2 oh. uh, which i don't know if you've played overcooked it's like a little uh yeah I, i've i haven't played it because i don't have any friends but um oh yeah that makes sense <laughs> but um yeah, no, I've yeah, I've seen people play it, but I haven't. I think I've yeah, re-originally overcooked, but yeah, I've never had been able to play it. Cause 
yeah. I've never had enough people over to, for it to be. I guess you could do it with two people, but yeah, it's just... two two people is kind of fun, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, I've just never had enough people. Yeah, if to. you have like a partner or some someone to like go through all of them with and try and get like three stars on every level, like that that could be fun. Um, but yeah, it's really, but, um... I feel like it's a perfect um, modern like party game sort of thing yeah because it's cooperative i guess well depending on yeah it's cooperative um, but it's also the sort of thing where it's like you're playing it for like 15 seconds and then you're just like yelling at people like like, like yeah eventually like, chop the, chop the tomatoes someone. already like i need them clean the bloody dishes yeah i want <laughs> those burgers pronto where is the lamb sauce so that's that's good but um yeah it is definitely something that if you want the full experience, you need, like, some other people. Yeah. Um, How many people can you have in a thing, actually? Uh, I think it's four? just four, yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> so would be... Like, 18 people. Uh, that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, maybe if they do a, um, a third one, there will be, like, a special mode where you have, like, eight people. Insanity that, mode. That would be... That'd be awesome. I've seen... I feel like that's where to go for Overcooked 3. I normally see it on videos on game design for co-op levels and how they're very good at like there's like the level of the boat yeah where everything moves around or there's like the conveyor belt one <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's... where like different or the like a volcano one where different sections are cut off yeah they do a very good job of like making it so you have to share things like oh you have the ingredients but they have the cutting board but you have the pot but they are the one who has to serve it serve the like the finished product on the plate so it's like you have to do a lot of like back and forth across like little sections of the level um (laughs) yeah definitely would recommend um as like a fun multiplayer experience maybe yeah not so much uh if does that does that have an online mode if you don't have um friends overcooked 2 (laughs) has an online mode yeah okay I'm not sure about Overcooked, because I think I have Overcooked because it was free on Epic Games launch. The original one um, is just local multiplayer, and I think part of that is that it was was just basically like an indie game that took off, and the second one... Yeah, that's essentially... You know, is much more... uh, The second one was like, oh, frick, we probably should... It's like, we actually have money now to like produce this nicely, whereas the first one was just like... eh. Here's a little fun little game. Um, that being yeah. said, there is a program, um, Parsec, I believe it's called, that mm-hmm. is pretty. This is a pretty good way to play online multiplayer of Overcooked One. Um, Already, huh. because what it does is it like shares your control of your computer with another person while you're streaming um i see so it's a bit like the nvidia thing but with well it's like team view but like you you can yeah yeah it's like it's kind of like you're um doing like a screen share but the person who's watching the screen share can plug a controller in and like um, you've give it's team view but you've allowed remote access but it's like not laggy and doesn't yeah, uh, and you don't get your it information is, stolen by Indian. 
whole sentence. See, it's hard for me to say because I, I have tested it with the original Overcooked, and it did work well enough to play a few levels. But I've right. only ever tested it as the host. I've never tested it as the um, as the right. like, remote player. So I can't. Yeah. I heard it was a little laggy, but I can't say whether okay. that was like you know if they were underselling it or overselling it. Like because I haven't actually. But right, <laughs> it is possible. But I would say Overcooked Two is um, better because it's just got the online multiplayer built in um, and. They also, yeah. in Overcooked 2, added the ability to throw items. Oh, that, yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. Which can add to the level design quite a bit, because there are going to be situations where it's like, oh, you're on the other side of this, like, gap of, of like, ice yeah. or whatever, and I have to, like, throw the ingredients to you so that you can chop them and throw them back. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Fun times. Um, maybe not so good for solo play though. M- much more of like a party game. Um, right. Actually, I I don't think you can even play Overcooked. Like whenever whenever you play, it's like you can't start until you have someone else in your party. Oh, can you not? See, I'm not sure. No, I So I, I tried like... to play it, and it's like oh, that... a friend is like, oh, yeah, that makes sense because no. there's a there's some levels where you like can't actually get to the second area at all you have to use like the yeah. conveyor belts and stuff yeah yeah <laughs> so if you were being just a real sado you could get two controllers and play both halves right that would be i feel like that would be a raised difficulty level <laughs> like <laughs> you still get three stars if you're playing both halves um, or like the four player mode or yeah i think that'd be impressive um yeah, definitely. But that but, uh, being said, maybe a better use of your time um, if you're just looking for a one-player game. Uh, Magic Arena, MTG Arena. Um, yeah. I played it a bit when it first came out, and we talked about it on the show before. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of stopped playing it for a while. Recently gotten back into it. Um I'm working my way up the ranks. Right. I'm at like right. a gold rank right now. Um, mm-hmm. But I, as I got more interested in, in the um, the ranked, I was like looking into the, how the system works and um, realized there's actually tournaments for... I, I knew that there were like Magic the Gathering tournaments and, and I've done um, some like local ones before, but um, the... Pro Tour, where, like, the the big boys play with and win real money, um, always seemed kind of out of my reach, you know? Right, right, right. Because I wasn't going to, yeah. like, spend lots of money to get expensive cards and, like, you know, like, s- just try to keep up with whatever the current strategies were and stuff. Luck the grind, yeah. Yeah, like, that just wasn't something I ever, like felt like i could do but there's apparently um some uh championships specifically for arena the like virtual magic the gathering right right and um as i was looking more into this i was surprised to see 
uh, they actually have bigger prize pools. Huh. So you could actually make more money playing a uh, virtual version of a card game than playing the real <laughs> version. Yeah, right. like paper version. Um, which I thought was odd. Right. You would think they would support their like paper version more. Yeah. Because the because arena is free to play. But yeah. So I would think. But I guess maybe that's just the power of like free to play games with like in app purchases. Yeah, microtransactions. Microtransactions. Um, that's yeah. I always like underestimate how much money games like that can make. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, like Candy Crush or whatever, making just like billions of dollars <laughs> from extra lives. Yeah. Just like. So I mean, maybe that's what it's. Maybe that's why the prize pools are are bigger. You're right. Um, but I would have I would have expected the physical cards that people have to like buy in packs instead of just like grinding for coins to buy them. Right. I would have expected those to to warrant a larger prize. Right. Right. But yeah, I don't mm. know. I know you're you're out of the. The magic game. My magic days are behind me now. Your magic yeah. days are behind you. You've retired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will live on a small farm in the country. I will say I got milled out in Arena the other day, um, which I don't I don't know if that had ever happened to me before, but maybe it's some cards from this new set. I'm not sure. But oh, man, I remember when it used to run a mill deck. Yeah. I th- yeah, I figured um, you would appreciate that. <laughs> this person just prevented me from doing anything and then just kept dumping my cards in the graveyard and I was powerless to uh, stop it. I do remember like when we did those big games, one time I was kind of just brewing an army in the corner and then people were like, wait, hang on, here's a 13-13, what's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, at that time, I was able to get you in a corner because no matter what you did, I could still get rid of all of your cards. Yeah. See, sadly, yeah. Um, Arena doesn't have any way of doing big multiplayer games like that. Oh, no. But that was those good are... on Cockatrice. Yeah. Those are very fun. Yeah. Because um, I remember the exact thing. I'd... Oh, yeah, it was the card where it was like, you could put a card under this one, and as soon as this card gets... As soon as your enemy gets under 20 um, cards in their library, you can play this card. And then my card was, um, I forgot what it was called, but it was the one that when you take damage, you exile 20 cards. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, uh, the, uh, it's like the Mind Drinker or something. Yeah, or like, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Or no, was it, was it Ulamog? Oh, it was the big giant guy, I remember. Yeah, I think it was like Ulamog. Yeah, Ulamog. But, um, yeah, those days are long gone now. So Google have been pushing their Stadia thing for uh, the last while now. Their um, what? Their Google Stadia, which is, like, yeah, their gaming platform, I guess. Um, oh. And what it will be, it, it it's, uh, like a Chromecast, but for video games, essentially. Um... 
I'm still like no one's really sure how it works, but it's like it's a subscription service, so you pay about I think eight ninety nine a month. Um, but then I don't know how the games work though. I'm not sure if you have to buy the games um <clears throat> separately or if they come with the system because you're is a subscription based service. I would hope like, they come Netflix. with it if it's a subscription. Yeah, because you also have to buy like a, the like a, a care package at the beginning, which is about where you have to get the actual thing itself. I'm sorry, the controller and uh, yeah. So I wonder if yeah, I guess a couple games do come with that, and I think you get to pick which game comes with that package. Um, I'm most likely probably going to get <laughs> Borderlands Three or something because or Death. Uh, there are a few good games that were on there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it because my family's quite Google-centric, so we, we were just talking about like it would be interesting seeing if we could do that. Um, yeah, I know it, it, this was... Uh, they talked about this a while ago, Google. But um, <clears throat> it's just uh, interesting development how Google are trying to get their foot in the door with video games and how they can... Um, do stuff, uh, yeah, and how they can do stuff because it's a bit like um, the uh, Nvidia GeForce Now and um, a third-party company's. Uh, I think it's like called like Shadow Cloud. There's a, there's a, there's a couple services that offer the same thing. Um, but yeah, this is interesting. I've not heard anything about this, but. Hmm. <laughs> I like that their controller is like a weird uh like combination of it has the same it has the letters in the same positions as Xbox, but it's got the thumbsticks down at the bottom like PlayStation. Yeah. Um uh, interesting. But yeah. It is quite cool cuz it's like you can play them like the games anywhere on any um like uh yeah, if you could plug it in, or yeah, so that that that, that that's quite cool. Um, it's it's trying to say it's like consoleless, but it does have this little dongle thingy. Yeah, it's like a little boxy like thing. A, yeah, like Chromecast. Um, yeah, thing. Um, so it's not. I guess in a sense that's a like console, but is it saying that like the processing's not being done on that? It's like uh, cloud. It, yeah, it's like. A, that would be that's like kind of like a small antenna that I guess it it's a bit like that's like I wonder if that all that is is just like a hard uh, not a hard drive like a all it is is like a uh, bit like a Chromecast it's just like a small like I guess antenna like it's just it's taking like, in something yeah it's like to it's con- just taking in a signal to and, connect it to the internet and then also connect yeah. it to the wireless controller yeah yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. This always makes you wonder if, like, if Google ever make a TV. Mm-hmm. Well, they've they made... They would just have all of... Um, they've made TVs... I don't know that they've done the actual hardware for a TV. I think they always work with, like, Sony or someone. Yeah. But they have made... They do have, like, a... Like, a uh, Google, like, TV OS. Like, a version of Android that's designed for TVs. Oh, right, yeah. Um, I know that's in some, in some TVs at least. I don't know if they're still doing that or if they've just focused on the Chromecast thing. Um, yeah. 
This is this is interesting. I know Apple has a kind of similar, like they're trying to push some gaming thing, subscription thing. I think, um, but theirs is more. I think theirs is more focused on like mobile. Actually, uh, yeah, I remember all the games when they were pushing Apple TV, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and in the Apple Store they would have a television and the little controller things. Um, but yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, um, well. Apple Arcade is what they're calling it now. I see. Because before it was just like Apple TV, but also we could do games. Um, mm-hmm. That was probably as much of as like, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Hopefully, it's not another Pippin. <laughs> yeah. God, I um, want a Pippin. <laughs> yeah, I want to actually. I want to get one to see what it, like what the whole hubbub is about. Yeah. Um, also, I like it didn't like. There's a game on there which was. It's isn't it? Yeah, it's the same game. Like it's the first game the people who made Doom ever made is on there. Oh, interesting. Uh, so yeah, the Origin is on like a, a dead console. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just because they're an older company than. than yeah, I think like they were just Google. like cool. Like, yeah, I would say I hope that the um, the Google one is not like another um, Steam box thing, where it's like like that thing Valve tried to do. Where it was like a good oh, idea. Big in, screen? In theory. What was it? Big screen. That's the one where it's... Um, let's say you had your PC plugged into a TV. You could... Um, if you hit a button, it becomes more like a console home screen. Like, it's very similar to that of the like an Xbox and PS4. I think they mm. did it um, just after they released the Steam controller. No... Um, um, no, I'm talking mean? about, like, the, the, um, the Steam machine. Oh, the Steam machine? I didn't... Hmm. It was, like, a, um... Basically, like, a... Oh. Like, pre-built, like, gaming computer that you could oh, buy that would just run the Steam OS. Oh! Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember... The, yeah, Alienware did the thing with them. I just, I, yeah, okay. I just remember, I remember Dan TDM getting one of these because he's one of these uh, companies, uh, one of those channels that gets stuff from Alienware. Which, like, conceptually makes a lot of sense, and I think, um... Like, yeah, it, it's, it's, but it, yeah, it's just a, a slightly failed NVIDIA Shield. Mm-hmm. The NVIDIA Shield is a fascinating uh, PC console, um... I think that's that's actually a a, a similar idea to um, the Stadia, I guess, because all it is is like this thin book. But it, uh, I think it also it's using uh, the, like the stuff they use for GeForce now, because um, mm. they also have their own little like controller tablet thing as well. <laughs> this this controller with the screen that flips up looks really goofy. Yeah, but also that controller, like I love I love. It looks really comfortable to hold, but I love the angular design of their of their normal con- of the standard controller. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, they did like they went for like a low poly design. Aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, it should be uh, it's interesting seeing how uh, these are interesting times in um in like gaming uh, and like media in general, like. Yeah, because you have, a... I mean, you have companies like Apple and Google and Amazon that are 
are just trying to break into everything now. Right. Know? Like you had you have companies like uh like Sony, PlayStation and um and like Nintendo that are like, "Oh, you're like video game companies." And then you have companies like um like Disney and like NBC Universal and stuff. Um that are like, "Oh, you're like like movie TV companies." Right, right. <laughs> and then you suddenly have Apple like trying to come up with this like TV like streaming service and also like get into like the gaming market more and like Google is um I guess like put pushing like YouTube as like their streaming service but right right um like you can buy most of YouTube music as well mm-hmm. and yeah as Amazon's also I wonder if Amazon will have a gaming server soon. They have... I mean, yeah, they own Twitch, so that helps, probably. Yeah, they do. That probably does. Um, um, yeah, yeah, it's interesting when you get, like, every major, like, the big four of um, Facebook, Go- Apple, Google, and mm-hmm. Amazon all have their yeah, own. Yeah, Facebook's got their, uh, their VR, you know? It's like, does it have anything to do with Facebook, the website? Not really, but <laughs> Oculus Rift is cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, event, yeah. That's the thing uh, these days. Is like, oh, you're a big tech company. Well, I guess you do like everything, right? Yeah, right. It's like, why, why specialize when you could like make movies and <laughs> video games and TV shows and yeah. Maybe we'll see SoftBank, whatever they do. Maybe they'll have a streaming service in the future. Yeah. Boston Dynamic the TV. Yeah, you thought you were excited about, like, Wii Sports, where you, like, wave the remote around and, like, play tennis? No, like, go play tennis with this robot. Boston Dynamics <laughs> video game console, turn, in quotation we... marks. Actually, they probably would do something like... A VR headset, but then it streams to like a, a, a cam footage of a robot. Oh, that's mm. you get to control the robot. I feel like then people would be playing first-person shooters of Boston Dynamics robots. Oh, that'd be so, like, but like laser tag, I guess. Yeah, laser tag. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. But um. Yeah, that'd be yeah. Um, yeah, but gaming is becoming, uh, developing a lot, becoming more widely accepted. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Well, I guess we have seen the rise and fall of YouTube gaming, I guess. You mean... Then they just made it a subsection of YouTube. Gaming on... <laughs> oh. I forgot what YouTube gaming was. I feel like I missed that. I used it for a bit, uh, because I like the, sh- uh, the interface for streaming a bit better. Because mm. you could go... Full screen, but still have the chat on the side if you do it right. You can't do that on normal YouTube. Ah. Like, um... Because you either have it with the normal... Because I normally have YouTube in cinematic mode because it's bigger. So it was it was um, for streaming <clears throat> games. It wasn't for, like, playing games. No. It was for streaming games and... Okay. Just uh, gaming YouTube in general. Um, <clears throat> but, um, yeah. Are we interested to see how this uh, Stadia is going to be? You're going to get yeah. one, probably? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, <coughs> my um. If you do, you have got to got quite a Google-centric family. 
Mm-hmm. I think actually this Friday we're getting uh, the big, the big version of the Google Home Display thing. Ooh, that should be cool. <laughs> but um, yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see. Um, I guess one last uh game that I haven't played too much of yet, but I'm a big Nintendo fan. Um, right, right. And they've just very slowly started like making mobile games so whenever they come out with a new one i'm always interested in it like yeah yeah i always go to play it and see if it's like any good um but they just recently came out with uh mario kart on um it's at least on ios i don't know if there's an android version probably uh will be if there isn't already but i know didn't nintendo do do a deal with the devil so they have exclusivity for a bit it might <laughs> yeah they might um i did have i remember that, they did that with mario go but i'm not sure i did that. have that long-standing uh theory that like apple was just gonna buy nintendo um, <laughs> oh yeah i remember that it hasn't happened yet but i think they think similarly enough of the time i, I kind of hope it doesn't happen because i think apple is a lot greedier than nintendo yeah. nintendo's like, like for like decades now has always had like the basically lowest price point on their consoles compared to like xbox and playstation yeah they've been the um and apple is not known for their low prices (laughs) so i feel like that's their biggest difference so i hope they don't do that but they are similar in the sense of like they like to have control of their um products and you know don't um like sell the rights out to everybody right um but yeah the, the mario kart is um is interesting it's i don't know it seems kind of basic and i it, but it's hard to, to judge because i haven't played it too much yet so i haven't gotten like maybe it gets harder or more complicated if i get a little bit further into it i'm not sure that it right. would ever uh replace like an actual console version with just these like touch controls on the screen right but i could definitely see it being a thing that like little kids enjoy it's like oh it's the same thing because i play with assist mode on and i don't know any difference Uh, (laughs) right uh yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah well i've always wondered how um it yeah because it's always awkward with um, mobile games, how they try to translate controllers, uh, like, controls onto, like, I remember, um, didn't, they, yeah, they released Brothers, a story of two brothers on, sorry, of two sons onto mobile at some point, and I remember that was a whole hubbub, because the, the feeling of moving two people with joysticks on a controller didn't really translate that well onto two little slidey things on a screen, mm-hmm. or, yeah, and I remember, I think like, Minecraft is the only one that's spent a lot of, like, uh, since they're trying to push the whole, um, what's the one, I think, there's, because I know they're trying to push, I think it's Bedrock Edition is the one they're trying to push at the moment, um, Um, because they want everything to be universal, so they've tried to make the controls for each platform as easy to use as possible. Yeah, So make it, like, properly cross-platform. The Minecraft ones are, yeah, remarkable. Yeah, and like when I'm on the Minecraft subreddit, you will see screenshots from um, mobile, and it's like what I like. There's there's only a few things like I'm like oh I didn't even notice like if I didn't see the 
little panel on the bottom, I wouldn't have even noticed it was mobile. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I do remember playing, um, like, the PUBG Mobile when that came out. Just oh, yeah. I, out I, of curiosity of, like, how the controls worked. Um, did, they, uh, did they do a good? It's, I feel like, feel like it was okay, but it was... Yeah, it's mobile controls are always weird to me. Um, I never even played like Minecraft uh, Pocket Edition very much. I was basically I always played the Java. But I will agree that like I think Minecraft has put the most effort into making their mobile controls like sort of seamless. Like they definitely seem to care the most of like let's make these controls like good. Yeah, I I don't know. At the end of the day, I feel like. It's nice to have a controller. Right. Like the physical feeling of... Yeah. And I think people understand that. And I think that's probably why, like, the Google Stadia is, like, a product. Because it's, like, basically just a controller and, like, links you up to, like, a service where you can play the games. You know? Right, right. Oh, Oh, yeah, it's on on Android. Um... Oh, the Mario Kart? Yeah. Nice. Maybe we can race later. Yeah, maybe. That's a thing. Uh, I don't I don't even know if that's a thing. Um But yeah, this is a uh happy anniversary, Wobbles. This has been yes. a, a wild ride. Yeah, it's um, been uh it's, it's been uh it's been fun. It certainly has been uh, a thing that we have done but is continuing to happen. Yeah. It's continuing to occur. It's been a a new thing to get used to. um, Having people actually want to taking time out of that day to listen to you. So, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, hopefully uh, to to another year to (laughs) season two. Um, See ya to good health next episode (laughs) to good health. Yeah. 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 Dink. <laughs> um, wait, where's my tea? <sighs> I'll, 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 I've got, oh, I've got another mug here. Hang on. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Just sync that up so it sounds. <laughs> but yeah. Alright. See you, Minters. Chapter 28. As you've just heard me say, it is now currently chapter 28. Um, and we start with the these people who have been brought up to and selectively handpicked to learn the true meaning, uh, the, the ultimate question, the answer to the greatest question. Right. Yeah. And they've just heard the answer, which is, of course, 42. And yeah, and they're like, well, well, frick. We're gonna get lynched, aren't we? Yeah, and they're just like, it's seven and a half million years. <laughs> and then Poochug is like, is like, well, I guess, I guess that's, I guess that's just the the question. <laughs> it's, it's everything. Yeah, but deep thoughts. Like the problem is you don't know the question. Yeah, you don't know the actual question. 
instead of the actual like well yeah like he just found the answer but they didn't actually ask the question they just wanted the answer to the question that they didn't ask yeah deep thought was like well i'll just make you uh design your robot or computer that can compute the answer the question even yeah, yeah, because they're like, oh, so like it'll make sense if we have the question, right? So yeah. what's the question? And Deep Thought's like, I don't know, I'm not smart enough to figure that out. <clears throat> Let me make you something that is. Yeah, and it was like it needs to be so subtle and nuanced it needs organic parts as its main components. Mm-hmm. And, and then suddenly Deep Thought was like, well, uh, is like, well, and it should be called the Earth. What a dull name, he said, and. <laughs> It's not that terrible of a name. Better than, like, Uranus. Yeah, but I they have... I think part of the joke is that they have, like, silly-sounding names, like... Right. Loongual and... Poochug. Poochug. And Slotty so... Bartfast. Well, not currently, but yeah. yeah like, but all like, the names we've heard are... Yeah, so, like, Earth is kind of plain, like... Yeah, and they have been telling us previously in previous chapters about, like the Google hyperplex capacitor or something <laughs> and stuff like that. So it is quite a stark in contrast. But then the entire like room falls apart and then <laughs> Oh yeah, particularly for like the all the names of like the fancy computers. Yeah, yeah, as well. As well. Yeah, like Earth maybe be okay as a planet name, but they're thinking of it as this amazing computer. Yeah, right. Is being designed and they all have like these these big like egotistical sort of names yeah i mean it's just for the one that's meant to find the ultimate question it's just a five letter word yeah but yeah um but yeah then suddenly like the entire room falls apart and mm-hmm. uh <laughs> slightly bart fast just goes end of tape <laughs> yeah and yeah that's where that chapter ends yeah oh shortly before the the world fall, falls apart though i did i did notice it was saying um that uh, Deep Thought said to them uh, that you shall take new forms and go down into the computer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is, like, just, like, confirming that, like, what we already kind of knew was the beings which designed this whole thing uh, are, like, now in the form of mice. Right, yeah. And that the computer is Earth. Yeah. But, yeah, it crumbles, and uh, that's basically the end of the sensor tape records and the end of... Chapter 28? Chapter 29. Zaford wakes up. Yeah. Um, He's sleeping, and uh, I like this line. He says, uh, let me stick to what I'm good at. And then Ford goes, do you want me to kick you? And then Zaford says, would it give you a lot of pleasure? No. Nor me. (laughs) So what's the point? (laughs) Yeah. But he wakes up when Ford mentions the planet is made of gold. All right, yeah. Um, but then, much to Zaphod's dismay, uh... It's a holotape. Yeah, it's, and it's a, um... Like a wait, I don't know, right, waiting room, aren't they? Yeah, it's like a catalog of, like, different planets, so it's like, it's like a sampler. Right. But then as the, as the chapter goes on, um, Zaphod and Ford talk about, uh, how they met the former galactic president. Oh yeah, when they were younger. And Zaford like re-engineered a uh, like a I guess like a civilian cruiser into a into a like a unstoppable battleship, and like cruised it through a super crater ship. Yeah, it was like when they were kids, and um, 
yeah, Zafod was trying to trying to rob the the former president who at the time I guess was like a captain on a ship. Zafod was trying to rob the ship on like a bet. Yeah, and to take uh, co- <laughs> to try get conquers. And Ford was like just there to observe to make sure he wasn't being cheated out of his his bet. <laughs> I quite like that. Then he teleported us back. Into the maximum security ring of the Beetlejuice State Prison. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah, he was a cool guy. Oh, this was uh, before he became president, though. Yeah, yeah, that's that was he was like a captain on a ship at the time. Um, but then the chapter ends with um, the line, the mice will see you now. Anyway, they're going to go see the mice. So hopefully we see that in the next chapter. Chapter 30. So now we're back with... Arthur. Arthur and Slot Bart in the appalling mess of his study, and uh, he picked up one piece of paper from the top of a pile. <laughs> he, he was just trying to tidy it up, but yeah, it's just quite funny how yeah he picks up a piece of paper, doesn't know where to put it, so he puts it back on the original pile, which then falls over. <laughs> yes, that's the proper way to tidy up. So Ar- Arthur is saying, um, after having seen the the full tape. He's saying how he always felt like there was something big and sinister going on behind his back. <laughs> and he's um, like, no, that's just normal paranoia. <laughs> yeah, Slarty Bartfast is just like, that's paranoia, everyone gets that. Like, like but, and then Arthur's like, but like, then, if everyone has that, maybe there is. And he's like, well, you, who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, stop worrying about, like, deeper meaning and stuff, and just keep yourself occupied, and then he, like, shows off his award that he got for Norway. And then he just, like, throws it. Oh, yeah, but not so carelessly that it doesn't land on something soft. He's like, I don't even care about this. It just suddenly, suddenly it got popular and then I win an award. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's not Equatorian enough. Equatorian. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I I also like the lines um, where he says, I'd far rather be happy than right any day. <laughs> but then Arthur's like, and are you? And he's like, no, I'm afraid that's where it all falls down. <laughs> it's like... And he's like, oh, it sounds like a, quite a good lifestyle otherwise. Yeah. Um, and then slightly bark fast, it's like, well, you need to meet the mice now, so we're going to skedaddle. <laughs> so I'd gather as the third most improbable event in the history of the universe. What was right. the first two? Pro- <laughs> probably just some coincidences. <laughs> Yeah, leaving that open for interpretation. Yeah, maybe a future reference or something. Right. But yeah, the the mice are very excited to to meet Arthur, who's... As it uh, ends, Arthur says, uh, I seem to be having tremendous difficulty with my lifestyle. Right, and then we go into the next chapter. Chapter 31. So, chapter 31 starts. It is of course well known that careless talk costs lives. And then it (laughs) goes on to talk about how... Arthur saying, if you remember from the previous chapter, I seem to be having tremendous difficulty of my lifestyle, <laughs> travelled through a freak wormhole and opened up in the fabric of space-time and went back in time yeah, across vast distances to where uh, two alien leaders were trying to discuss, like, um, I guess, terms of surrender or peace negotiations. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly they're about to agree, um, like, shake hands and stuff, and then suddenly that the wormhole reopened up and that what Arthur said, uh, yeah, had not played, but yeah, had been heard in the room. Right. And in the tongue, it was the most most deadful, dread, 
dreadful, dreadful insult imaginable. <laughs> and they were like, well, we have to fight for centuries now. <laughs> and then after large-scale defamation, after thousands of years of fighting and death, <laughs> they realised, hang on, why don't we just locate the... They just located the... Um... The, like, the origin of this crude message. Um... <laughs> And I spent thousands of years uh, traveling to try get to this place, and um, they yes, they they have a big war for like years or whatever, and then they suddenly realize it was a misunderstanding. Right. So then, yeah, they go across all of time and uh, well, time, they go all across space for thousands of years to try locate this the uh, the planet that um, broadcasts this message, and it just so happened the first place they find is Earth, mm-hmm. but um. But <laughs> due to a terrible miscalculation of scale, the entire battle fleet was accidentally swallowed by a small dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... turns out they're very tiny. <laughs> and then, those who study the complex interplay of cause and effect in the history of the universe say that this sort of thing is going on all the time, mm-hmm. but we are pal- powerless to prevent it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah, that was just an amazing little, like side excerpt thing that like Like, yeah like a footnote almost yeah i feel like you only get that in something like the hitchhiker's guide because it's just like pretty unrelated to everything that's going on yeah it just went on like a little tangent yeah but it's 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 like it's like your uh like your grandpa's telling you a story (laughs) yeah and and it kind of like swerves off slightly (laughs) but anyhow yeah it it goes back to arthur when, when, when we come back it's like the old man on it like after a short air car trip there in the it looks like it's what like a big a dining room or like mm-hmm. just a yeah a massive place there's lots like a yeah big dining area on with fancy tables and they're all stuffing their faces with food <laughs> yeah trillion and uh Zephard and ford are there yeah and they're like oh look arthur is not dead that's good yeah, um, yeah, and then um, they introduce him to the mice. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But Arthur which, goes, "Ugh, uh, <laughs> there, there are mice on the table." And then just everyone fell silent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's racist. And um, like, I do quite like the uh, this part where it's uh, he heard the silent and glanced around at everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's quite a nice little bit. He heard the silent. Yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, um, slightly oxymoronic. I kind of I like the the mice names, uh, Benji, Benji and, and Frankie. Frankie, yeah, yeah. I feel like I don't know if I ever have pet mice, but if I do, I feel like those are good good names. Benji and Frankie. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it t- turns out they are the mice that um, Trillian commissioned off, brought from. Yeah, but also the ones that uh, Trillian brought from Earth. Yeah, that were on the ship with them. And, um, what was this mission in the last chapter? But, um, Slutty Bartfast was going to put, um, fjords on Africa. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. and they were like, no need, we, we, and it's like, but I spent, I spent ages making glaciers, uh, that are ready to melt and, like, uh, form the land all over African continents. Like, I don't know, go on a skiing holiday. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a skiing holiday. It's works of art. I'm not gonna go skiing on it. <laughs> But they don't. They don't think they need um, like Earth too because they just want. They want Arthur's brain. Yeah, 
they want they want the the question um, right and they think it's hard code somewhere deep inside of arthur yeah and they just want it so that they can go on like talk shows and stuff yeah and do a whole like thing yeah have loads of gigs of About around the, the question galaxy. the answer to life Enormously fat contract to do the 5D chat show and lecture circuit back in our own dimension. Mm-hmm. But we've got to have product, you see. It's like, we need something. But it's like, they need they need something for there to be follow-up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they... We, we have something that sounds good. An ultimate question that sounds good <laughs> from a couple mice. They want to buy Arthur's brain to get to try and extract the question out of it. Yeah, um, and Ford's like, well, no. But Zaphod's like, oh, yeah, replace it with a fake one. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, he like says he's hardly is, what? using it. I don't understand. Where's the tea? What's the difference? Who's, who's, who'd know the difference? And then Arthur goes, what? <laughs> and Zaphod goes, see? And then said Zaphod. Zaphod and howled with pain because of something Trillian did at that moment. Right. Uh, it is, I like that. I'd notice the difference. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> We'd make sure you wouldn't. <laughs> so they're like, just kind of back to the door slowly. Like, you know what? I don't think, uh, we're going to take up your deal. And then they move to try and take it by force. Right. And But a bunch of alarms sound at that yeah. moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's basically where that chapter ends. But I will say a detail I noticed um, earlier when they're all eating around the table. Yeah. This is the mega donkey. Yeah. Someone asks <laughs> for, like, to pass the graded Octarian mega donkey. Which was used as a metaphor or, like, an idiom. Like it Yeah. Would... It was like, uh, yes, the old proverb of, like, talking the legs off of a mega donkey or whatever. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That, yeah, that was quite a nice little detail. But, yeah. It's always nice to see those sorts of things come back up. But, yeah, until, um, the next one.